Hi, everybody, and welcome to All This and the Oscars 2, AwardsDaily.com's podcast on the Oscar race. My name is Sasha Stone. I am the founder of AwardsDaily.com, and I'm here with three of our editors, Ryan Adams, Clarence Moy, and Mark Johnson. Hi, guys. Hello. Good Good evening. Good evening. (laughs) <laughs> so so we've got a like a jam-packed day it just kind of snuck up on us it was like all of a sudden everything is happening like the golden globes are tomorrow so we're going to talk about that um mark has an update on the big board to see where all the <laughs> the big board yeah. to see where all the, the, the films board. have landed <laughs> and then the 11th is believe it or not dga and nominating PGA nominating and SAG nominating. Like, why are they doing that to us? I don't know, but they are. So it's it's really just we're slammed right now for awards news. But the good news is when we come out the other side of it, I think we'll have a pretty strong idea of where this race is headed. Yeah. It's pretty much like, like it's everything everywhere all at once. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke with Marshall, you know, where we, you know, we do. That's what she said about everything. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about this, and he's like, "It's like everything, everywhere, all at once." Then all quiet. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, I know it was a way to try to make a joke out of, but it was um, right. yeah, no, it does feel like <laughs> it's a really good. I think be more like that, Babylon. I want it to be more like Babylon. <laughs> I think like, after that joke, I'm gonna make a decision to leave. <laughs> I always loved Clayton's, which was, it all feels very (laughs) extremely loud and incredibly (laughs) Oh, my God. The Oscar race. We need need more women talking on this podcast. All right, I, I now we're all out of that <laughs> decision. We've all we've all now entered a triangle of sadness. So let's just wrap this up. That's what she said. No, no. <laughs> nope. Uh, triangle of sadness. That's a euphemism. Strange yes. visual euphemism. Okay, let's keep going. Have a really bad night. White noise. Right, Ryan. A, oh, really, well a tragic evening. It's <laughs> <laughs> a triangle of sadness. What's he got oh over there? God. A triangle of sadness? <laughs> 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 oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Can you tell we're all, all right. uh, overworked and underpaid in our <laughs> we're lives punched. at this point? We're all loopy and. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's go. Which tragedy should we start with? <laughs> the Golden Globes. <laughs> where to? Where to begin? <laughs> All right, let's start with the big board. Okay, we'll, we'll get to the Golden Globes in a minute, but Mark, maybe you should just start with the, where we are right now before all of these things happen. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, the big board. So I tweeted that out if you if you want to follow along with the big board. Um, but yeah, right now I think you have a couple films that are really standing out uh, with the guilds. We've had art directors, guilds, set designers, motion picture sound editors, uh, the song and lyrics one, I can never get their name right. But then we also have Golden Globes, the, the long list for BAFTA, which I kind of added that color for this year because I think it might be important to remember what was long listed, even if it wasn't nominated. That way it still shows support. Um, the Critics' right. Choice Big Three, AFI and NBR. And it looks like right now, um, everything everywhere, the Fablemans kind of, 
and Banshees. I think Banshees has a pretty strong showing for what you, you know, would expect from it. Yeah. Um, Top Gun, lots of support for Top Gun too, except, except really with the director and screenplay areas, but otherwise it looks strong. So you're leaving one big tar. Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Elvis Elvis has done well too so far. You're right. Yeah. Except for the song and lyrics one, which that's, well, it didn't have a song. Yeah. It didn't have a song. So, and really the only thing it's missed is screenplay with golden globes and with critics choice as well. Um, and it didn't get an NBR nomination, but it's showed up really well with the guilds. Like you said, four for four for five, if you want to count the lyrics one, but, um, yeah, the Batman's done pretty well with the guilds for as far as below the line stuff, even -hmm. though it's best shot, I think score was, it came up short on, on the short list. It didn't make the short list for the score somehow. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty good wide open race. I, I still think right now they I think there's four or five films that could win Best Picture, but what do you all think so far? Um, I'd just like to add to that. Uh, Elvis, I was talking to somebody about the the ASC nominations, and we were predicting them back and forth, and I was like, I didn't predict it. We None of us did. But, yeah. but in my no. text today, before they came out, I said, you know, I think just based on what Elvis has been doing lately, I just thought, you know what, I bet Elvis is going to show up there. Because it's, it's looking, yeah, it's looking really strong. Um, yeah. I think he's going to show up at director, Boz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd post- One thing that we all overlooked when we were talk- thinking about Elvis, or when, I, when we were thinking about cinematography, is that cinematographer is a woman, which is rare enough. And so to for, for any movie, and for a, a movie this uh, um, prominent, and it's really important, I think. And so that may have played a factor. Well, yeah, but that's amazing that, that, in my opinion, that she got in without that really being a big selling point. Uh-huh. You know, it's very unusual. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. Exactly. It wasn't really talked about. That's why I don't think it really, I don't think it really played, it was a, was a factor with the voters. But I'm surprised it wasn't, that we didn't even think about it as, as exactly. predictors. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think of it till this morning, only because I'm starting to just see it showing up everywhere. And I'm really glad about that because we were all on Elvis early, you know, and we were, right. we were kind of outliers on that. Like a lot of film Twitter mm-hmm. wasn't really thinking that, they, remember so many people gave us so much crap about Elvis that it wasn't mm-hmm, going to sure. get in and that it was not a good movie and it was never going to make a yeah, best well, picture. I still have mixed feelings about it, but not about the cinematography. That cinematography was the best part of it, I think. Besides Austin. Yeah, just, yeah right. I, Austin. Yeah. I just rewatched it this week. I'm, I'm still not a huge fan of the movie but i you know butler's amazing the costumes and makeup are great so i, I mean i could definitely see it making a splash um you know not just in picture but a couple other places too yeah but i think i think top yeah production design's great i think top gun got the biggest boost uh, if anything from the asc because most of the films that you would imagine are you know, strongest competitors like Avatar, Fableman's, All Quiet, Tar. None of them yeah. made the ASC list. So that was surprising. Um, yeah, I think in our predictions, it, um, Maverick was the only one that all four all four of us predicted, right? Yeah, it's the yeah, only probably. one that we all agreed on. And I think, and I think I'm the only one that said that the Batman would get in. So I'll have to. Oh, no, nice. That's a good. That's a great call, Greg Fraser. He won mm-hmm. the Oscar last year for Dune. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could you could find his way back in, and then of course Roger Deakins is Roger Deakins, so that one wasn't 
a huge I mean, surprise, but I made yeah, a I stupid Elvis... mistake of betting against Roger Deakins, which nobody should ever <laughs> I did do. Too. I didn't. I did. Yeah, Elvis and Bardo were kind of the two surprise. Yeah. For me, at least, I was kind of surprised to see them get in. But me I'm too. kicking myself for not predicting Bardo because I've had really? Bardo in my cinematography top five on the Oscar squad. I think all year, mm. um, and oh, I wow. just completely forgot it when I was predicting. I almost went with. Um, Decision to leave, uh, Ji Young Kim. That's my probably my favorite cinematography of the year, and it's uh, that's shown up a lot on critics' lists and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, I good. Clarence, off of your conversations in Telluride, I had I had Bardo predicted as cinematography too. But over the last few months or weeks or whatever, I've just I just kind of walked away from it a little bit because I was thinking, oh, it's yeah. just it's just not going to hit anywhere, is it? But it did land with cinematography. So, you know, and the one thing about Netflix is you know they're not leaving any stone unturned. They're, they pushed right. everything. And, yeah, so, so speaking of Netflix, that was probably the most surprising thing to me was that All Quiet on the Western Front, which yeah. has, yeah. I think, the best cinematography of the year, did not show up on that list. Yeah, but it's a good pick. He's not really an insider, you know. They're kind of cliquish in the ASC a little bit, you know. Okay. So and he's not really, but it still seems like sometimes they do go for the foreign language movies in there. Um, yeah. All right. So I was supposed to write a Directors Guild preview. I don't think I did. No. Um, so I didn't get that done. <laughs> That's another thing I didn't get done today. <laughs> uh, there's so much to do. And Clarence sidebar. I still have to write that thing for. Oh, Ryan, we both have to write that thing for. Um, Banshees, which would be really easy to write. You know, that has to oh, be Oh, we do. I didn't know we had that. Another advertorial. Yeah, I have to get that done. Try to get, I was supposed to get oh, it done That starts today. on Wednesday. I know. I was supposed to be done already, but I just zoned out, and I had too much to do, and I didn't think of it. But I have to try to write it tonight. Um, so. And, uh, and uh, while we're on that topic of things that need to be written, um, are we still uh, – you still – the deadline for the uh, breakthrough performance is still tomorrow or did we – Yeah, I mean I, it can be flexible. I didn't realize this week was such a busy week with uh-huh. guilds and if stuff. If I could so have another day, that would be good because oh, yeah. I have, I have, the yeah. another, I have a, a, another off-freelance advertising yeah. thing. No, no worries. Well, probably – We'll probably. I mean, it's up to Sasha, but I'm, we'll probably move it to next week or something, just yeah. because you know Definitely. you don't want to oh, okay. get the guilds okay. and yeah. Golden Globe or yeah, Golden Globes tomorrow. Let's definitely move it. Was a bad week it. to pick. <laughs> and that we have another terrible catastrophe tomorrow, which is an, an another pop up ad is arriving tomorrow on the site, oh. which unfortunately, you know, my fault for bad scheduling, but that's just one of the tragedies we'll have to be dealing with tomorrow. Um, obviously, all I this- don't mind those. those. I don't know why those would bother anybody that much oh, because I, I mean them. i hate them i guess okay. they slow down the site they're annoying and mm. um and 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 i'm not supposed to be doing it because universal is supposed to have this this space so i'm kind of trying to sneak it in ah, okay. yeah, right. make up for a day that i missed another ad um thing but <clears throat> all right so let's let's move into the golden globes shall we should we predict how we think this is going to go so for anybody who doesn't know the golden globes are coming back tomorrow night which is unusual to have them on a tuesday it obviously shows that they're not expecting a a ratings bonanza because it's not on a sunday maybe that was the deal they made with the network that they would let them come back if they just took a weekday or something um they only've had as as far as i can tell just a few names have rung in to say they're going to be there presenting 
So I don't know how big of a disaster this is going to be. I don't know if it's really going to be nobody shows up to this thing. Um, And there's only a few people presenting and nobody's there to pick up their awards. I have no idea how it's going to go. I sort of wish it was Ricky Gervais there making fun of all of it. And and then people would watch and then it would be the highest rated show of the year. But that's not going to happen. So I, I... you know, I'm preparing. But the host my... is really good. He, he you mean, this host is going to surprise you too, Sasha. I think. I think you'll it? like him. Well, there's only so um, much you can do, though. You know what I mean? Like, right? So. Yeah, he's not. Gonna, he's not going to do. He, nobody's going to do what Gervais could do for sure. Nobody. Yeah. Jared Ricky, Carmichael. Ricky yeah. Gervais. Okay. He just burns it all down, um, in a <laughs> hilarious way, and that's what would be required. That's all. My only point is that. I think they're going to try to put on a show, and I'm just not sure on what le- how 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 sad that's going to be. Like, I wish I could say I had confidence that everything was going to come off, but it's it's all quiet out there. Like, you're not getting these yeah. people, you're not getting any hype, you're not hearing any announcements, you're not hearing any presenters, you're hearing nothing about it, nothing, no parties. So it's very weird. And um, and it's there's no point in pretending it's anything but that. So they're trying to scrabble their way back. I think people on Twitter have their knives out. Journalists will have their knives out ready to just say it's it, declare it over. But whatever, we're going to go through it. So we're going to be looking at it not from the point of view of a award show that may or may not, probably not get great ratings. I predict somewhere between two and five million to watch for the broadcast. Um, without Ricky Gervais. With Ricky Gervais, we're talking maybe 15 million. Um, so two to five million, maybe that's fine. Uh, but for our purposes, the stats kind of still matter, I think, in a way. Um, so what do you guys think? You want to go through your predictions for, for what you think is going to win the major awards? Do you think that's a good use sure. of our time? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, let's start with best picture drama. What do you guys think? Let's go around. Looks like Clarence. I'm the only, looks like I'm the only person predicting tar for uh, of the four. Nice. I like All that. All right, let's it's, let's let's know. move in a circle. So we'll go Clarence, Ryan, Mark, me. How about that? Okay. Sweet. All right. So go ahead. Best picture drama. I have the Fablemans. Tar. Tar. Yeah, and I, I stuck with the t- the Fablemans as well for now. All right, I'm the only one going for Top Gun Maverick. Um and the reason I'm picking that, even though it doesn't have a director and a screenplay, neither did Bohemian Rhapsody. It did have the best actor performance, but um, Top Gun, I feel like, is kind of a phenomenon. And I, I think that they're going to want to start a trend. Um, yeah. It'll probably be The Fablemans. And you know what? I'll be happy if it is. I'll be happy for that movie to win something big like that. I think that would be really cool. Um, yeah. I could also see Elvis winning. Jazz is predicting Elvis, and I think that's a really good prediction. I think that might turn out to pay off well. Mm. I could yeah. see it going that way. All right, director. I have Spielberg. I think I, I think. Oh, sorry, Ryan's next. <laughs> oh, um, I did. I for, it looks like I'm looking at the, our um, our post on the site, and I, it looks like I didn't I didn't choose a, a director, but I'll go with Todd Field, of course. No, he's not nominated. Oh, he's not. Okay, mm. then that's, I guess that's why I just decided I wasn't going to play. I was, I was mad. <laughs> I wasn't going to play this game. So then I go with Spielberg. <laughs> All right, Spielberg. Mark. I think I picked Spielberg as well. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I, I picked yeah. Spielberg, but I really wanted to also pick Martin. I, I think they love Spielberg enough; they're not going to turn him down. But 
Martin McDonough is also one to watch, and Boz Lerman. It might be a big night for Elvis there. Mm-hmm. All right, best actress drama. Actress? Actress. Kate Blanchett, for sure. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Kate. Um, okay, then best actor drama. I have uh, Austin Butler. That's where I think that they're going with the Elvis love. Yeah, I do too. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Those are probably <laughs> right, but I but I'm, I'm I'm still stuck in where I was two months ago. I, I really was really impressed by Bill Nye and in the oh, living. It's good. Yeah, I, I agree with Butler, and that's where they give Elvis the love. And I'm going with Brendan Fraser. I'm going with Brendan Fraser because of the thing that happened at the Golden Globes. I feel like they're not going to not give it to him because. That'll be a bad look. Um, yeah, it's good. And he's good not going to be there. And if he's not there and they give him the award, that gives them the moral high ground. So um, that's my argument anyway. All right, best actress, co- uh, best picture, musical comedy. Banshees of Inner Sharon. What? Oh, Banshees of Inner Sharon. Oh, I thought you said, and she's a friend of Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? Wow! Who? What? <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do you think? Um, same banshees. Mm. I'm out on an island with everything everywhere all at once. Yep, but I'm going with banshees. But I think everything is a really good potential. Uh, okay, best actor, comedy, drama. I mean, comedy musical. Comedy, comedy drama. drama. I like sure. that. Kind of <laughs> That's supporting actor. No, I um, have this. On the TV side. Um, uh, Colin Farrell for Ben Cheese, for sure. Mm. Ryan? Um, yeah, you know, I went with Diego Calva for Babylon, just, just to be contrary. Yeah, I like that. Mark? I must have accidentally not turned in a prediction there because my name's not on there, but I'm, I'm guessing Colin Farrell's what I would have picked. Makes sense. Was I the one that went back and tried to fill in this chart at because we were all at different places and nobody could, and I was the one trying to do it? Yes. I'm the one that screwed up. I'm the one that screwed up the post, apparently. Remember, when when it was first posted, we didn't have any actors at all. We didn't have any actors for come from or support, and we left them off entirely. So it was kind of a pose as a mess. (laughs) And you know, I'm I'm picking uh, Colin Farrell too, but now I'm I'm a little bit troubled by this whole. Elvis thing, it's got to win something. It's not going to come in there and win nothing, right? They love Baz. Right. So he's got to, he's probably going to win Best Actor, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I'm going to switch. Is, oh. it, is he nominated for if, in comedy, so though? Or is it no, no. He's, he's in no, she's talking about drama. Okay. All right. Okay. I think I, I am so torn. Okay. By, by morning, you I'll mean decide. Switch off of, of Frazier? Yeah, I'll decide by morning if I'm going to switch that out or not. Um, I don't know. But because I, I don't think Elvis is going home empty-handed, I think it's got to win some major award. Mark, I'm sorry I left you off of some um, of these oh, because that's, that's okay. my fault. I no, told you that I had a handle, and no it looked worries. like I did. Right. Well, no, no big deal. No big deal. I, I do All like right. your argument, Sasha, about them wanting the high ground by saying, "Hey, yeah, we still yeah, love I your performance." Yeah. But then I'm thinking, like, they're going to want a nice telecast, and they're going to get that same. And Anthony Hopkins wins, you know, at the Oscars, you know, and mm. nobody's there to take it. And so right. uh-huh. I just I don't know if they think about that. That was my you know, obviously they love Elvis more than they do the whale because they've broadly nominated Elvis in three other categories. Yeah. Um, 
the whale got no other nominations. And I, uh, I just don't know that they want no one receiving that award. And yeah. I think, you no, know, they, they do love the hot young things. So, right. yeah, and I'm I can see switch. that they might have, some of them might have deep down the feeling that they would, that they think it would look good if they, if they did nominate, if they did yeah. um, award him. But surely they also know that it, how transparent that would be. A lot of people would be saying what we just got through saying, that the only reason they did it was just for image, image, you know. Yeah. And I I think that it's really true that even with the Globes, I haven't looked at the charts on this, but I would bet that you still see the same match between actor and picture at the Globes that you do at the Oscars. And so if if the whale isn't in there anywhere else, it would be really unusual for them to pick him for that. So I'm going to switch to Austin Butler as the one big win, even though I'm, I'm kind of feeling inclined to pick Elvis for more than just that, uh, like picture or something else. But I, I just don't have the nerve yet to do that. I think they're going to yeah. split up their awards and try to make them as public friendly as possible. And I think it's a really good point. Um, Clarence, that they're not just going to want to have that be dead air. They might just pick yeah. the more positive experience for everybody, mm-hmm. considering it's such a popular movie. Yeah. Um, and it's a, and it's a, it's worthy of winning. Like Butler's the best, I think, part of that. And I, yeah, uh, my personal great. preference would be for Butler to win. Yeah, and I think he is one of the people, one of the few people who has announced in advance that he's going to be there, right? Yes, oh, he did. Nice. Yeah, right. He did. Uh-huh. And, and so I think that, that was, makes, that yeah, smart. I think that makes a big difference. I think that a lot of the people that are going to be there are going to win. <laughs> uh-huh. Um Oh, all right. So I'm going like to switch. Be like the Critics' Choice. The Critics' Choice, the only people, you know, when people only celebrate. Okay, yeah, we, <laughs> we don't know. Say that. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so did we do actress musical comedy yet? No, not, not yet. Um, okay. Uh, Michelle Go. Yeah. Yeah, all around. Sorry, there's a car making. Okay, it's over now. So are we all Michelle Yeoh? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, And we did actor. So supporting actress. I'm going with Jamie Lee Curtis, not just because she's going to the ceremony, but because they (laughs) love her. She is. She's won so many golden. I mean, she's won two Golden Globes already, but she's like the biggest name that continuously publicly supported them throughout the past two years of controversy surrounding the Hollywood Foreign Press. Uh I can't see them. Ignoring her now. If there's a if if she doesn't win, I would go with Carrie Condon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. because everything, everywhere, all at once has got to win something big. It's, you know, it's it's a very big movie. It's got to win some major. I mean, I know some people have it predicted for picture, um, yeah. <laughs> maybe screenplay, but Me. you know, so it's going to win something, right? I, I if there's a movie that I think that the Globe people might not get, it's this one. <laughs> but uh, all right, I'm switching yeah, to yeah, Austin Butler. You. Um, officially switching on Gold Derby to Austin Butler, even though Joyce Ng has Brendan Fraser, and she always wins these contests. Fraser's probably the safer play, I, I think, still. But yeah, you know, I don't. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny way. tomorrow night if the only people who win are the only people who show up. Oh, I know. <laughs> but that could, that could really well happen. It very much could. Um, so back to supporting actress, okay. are we? Uh, Angela yeah. Bassett, I chose. I'm choosing. Yes. For the- I'm with her as well. Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yep. Um, I think I have Carrie Condon for that. Yeah. Oh, she's just so good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. that mm, yeah, she really, really is. I feel like that 
might be the uh, um, the big win for that. Let's see. All right. Let's see what Joy Singh has for Best Actor. Austin Butler. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 Joyce. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> she's totally like. She's just. She's just the best predictor. Joy Singh is. Um, let's see what everybody has for. See what everybody has for. Uh, director. Um. Just really quickly. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Okay. All right. As long as I'm matching with Joyce, I feel fine. <laughs> All right. So screenplay. In, in real time, we're seeing what you do, Sasha. The way that you go cross check with everyone. I always to make check sure with her. On the same I, I will say that I picked Top Gun Maverick before I checked what she was picking. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that you, you always make your own decisions, but it's just funny how you like to just double check just to make sure whatever. No, but when I found see. out that she picked it, I was like, oh. Joyce picked it. Too. Yeah, right. That, uh, that's what I mean. That's what you do. So it's for confirmation. Yeah. So what do we think for screenplay? Banshees, right? That's what I have. Uh, yeah, I think you know, all of uh, them are. You know me, it's R. Yeah. Oh. And we, I don't think we did supporting actor, did we? Yeah, Which we, we all have. Supporting it. We, we all, all agreed. The, we all have the same. Kwan. Kwan. Did you guys pick Tar for screenplay? I did. Ryan did, yeah. It's me. And Only Mark, me. Mark, what about you? The, the rest of us were the banshees. Banshees, okay. All right, so we don't need to do the other categories, right? Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's really not any others. Well, there's like else. score. Oh, there's, there's yeah, animated yeah. foreign and score. Yeah, nobody cares about those. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. So. Babylon's only win will be score. Mark my words. Babylon. Yeah, well, you and I both chose Babylon, didn't we, Mark? I mean, didn't yep. we, Clarence? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. You and I are the only two who are down for Babylon for score. Um, for just foreign language film, for just for the fun of it. It looks like uh, Sasha, you and Mark agreed that All Quiet was going to win. And I think it will, too. But I, w- I went ahead and put the decision, decision to leave anyway, just because that's the mood I was in. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's doing just as well, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe and not. And it's a great, great of... movie. Yeah. yeah, and and the Globes aren't the industry, lest we forget, you know. Right. Um, all right, so we did our Globes thing. Um, now, do we want to talk about DGA, how we think that's going to go? DGA, PGA, sure. do, I mean, do we want to go down these things, down this road? Yeah, um, let's go. Yeah, go out and just make, make it, you know. All right. So I haven't posted our predictions yet for these. Um, I just didn't get around to it. I meant to, but uh, you guys sent them to me. So um, let me just really quick. I don't think I told you what my DGA predictions are. Um, But I am predicting Top Gun to make it into that. Let me see if I can find Mm -hmm. your guys' things here. No, they're not coming up. Um, All right. You go ahead, Clarence, and do your DGA, and then Ryan, and then Mark, and then by the time you get to me, I'll have it figured out. Oh, dear. Who did I predict? Sorry. I know. I'm looking <laughs> for that. Go to your, go to your <laughs> scent items. I'm looking as fast as I can. <laughs> I know I went with Boz um, because I just, I, I'm feeling it in the air, and there's been a lot of conversation from yes, those who have attended screenings with various guild groups that uh, mm-hmm. people are just kind of wild about this yeah and um, and the fact that it made 150 million is nothing to sneeze at you know absolutely 
I also predicted uh, everything everywhere all at once. Um, that duo. I think I went with Cameron Spielberg and Martin McDonough. Okay. Those were my five. And uh, I have Cameron Spielberg, um, Martin McDonough, and then um, what's his name from Top Gun? <laughs> Jasinski. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember Kaczynski. his name. Good old what's his name. Um, <laughs> and then what's the th- last one you have there? Elvis. You have Boslerman, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm stuck there between Todd Field and Boslerman because Tar is getting a lot of buzz as well. Um, it didn't get a Globe nomination for director, though. I. I could see that getting in. Scorsese's going all on and on about it. Um, My thought there was that um, he may not make, he's going to be the guy that he could be, or it could be uh, the guy for um, All Quiet on the Western Front to be that fifth slot that doesn't get the DGA nom, but gets the Oscar nom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah right, exactly. It's either Todd Field or um, Edward, Edward uh, Bergman. Berger. 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 Yeah, I know. I'm I'm right there with you. I just don't know how to pick my fifth. Like, I don't want to give up Top Gun. I don't want to give up Banshees, and I don't want to give up Spielberg. So I'm sort of stuck. Like, I think, I think if in you know in an ordinary situation, Spielberg might get left off. But they love him so much at the DGA. He's been nominated so many times that it's hard to imagine him not getting in. On the other hand, maybe they don't like Fablemans that much. Uh, you know, he didn't get in with the BAFTAs. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to just sacrifice Todd Field for now and go with Boz Lerman. So mine is Jim Cameron could also be left off, by the way. Jim Cameron, Steven Spielberg, Martin McDonough, Kaczynski, and Lerman. Those are my five. I left Cameron off. I, this was, I, you know, I don't usually like, put, put much thought into these because, I, you know, honestly, it really doesn't really matter. Nobody's gonna, I, I rarely get it right anyway. And so I just, I just make wild guesses, but I didn't, I didn't have Cameron and, but it was harder for me to do this afternoon when I started thinking about it, because for one thing, Sarah Polly and, um, the other two women's directors that are, um, Maria Schrader for, she said, and, uh, the director of, uh, Jenna sure. uh, well, Prince Bythewood for the woman King. They're all so good. I think yeah. they're all equally good. And so I couldn't really decide which one to go for, but I ended up going with Sarah Polly. Just yeah. because it just seems like that that, but I do feel like it's lost a lot of steam in the past um, month or so, and it doesn't seem like it's as strong as people were saying earlier in the year. But anyway, so I went with the Daniels and Todd Field and Martin Madonna and Sarah Polly and Steven Spielberg. And I have the Daniels and Martin McDonough and Spielberg, which I feel good about those three. It's those last two spots that there's like seven sure. directors I could yeah, fit in. Yeah, right. And I, I have and, to put the I have to put the Daniels in there. What an idiot I am! Yeah, I have to find a spot for oh, them. Yeah. No, so now I don't know. You, what nev- to do. you never know. But those those three feel like the most. The Daniels, McDonough, and Spielberg feel safest. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. call anything a lock right now. Um, and then my other two were Lerman for Elvis and Kaczynski for Top Gun. Read me your list again. So I have the Daniels, McDonough, Spielberg. Lerman Kaczynski. So no Cameron. No Cameron. I still have Cameron in my Oscar five, but 
Well, he's like, not going to get into different. the Oscars without DGA. Uh, there's usually one or two that, like last year, Hamaguchi, I believe, was yeah, a but DGA, they, right? But they don't when if they don't match, then they usually Oscar doesn't usually go more commercial than the DGA. They mm-hmm. go less commercial. They go international. Yeah. There's yeah. no way that they're going to pick him. The DGA would be the ones that pick Cameron, not. And in fact, I yeah. could see the Oscars snubbing him in a big way. Um, but I, yeah. I can't see the DGA. So I've got six names and I need to get rid of one. God dang it. I see that. I had the same problem. I had seven. I'm, I'm most of the actor I, I had ten. seven names. Yeah. And so um, I just had to, it, even though it seems like there are locks, there are some of the, who are stronger than others, but they're not like lockety locks. They're not like right. real strong right. locks. That's why was it was good. easy for me to, to jettison Cameron. Yeah. Was Boz nominated for Romeo, I mean, for uh, Moulin Rouge at DGA? Like, DGA. Surely he was. Yes, at DGA, DGA, no at Oscar. Right. Okay. They don't really like Boz. I think I'm going to drop Boz for Elvis, unfortunately. That'll be my one. I, I really don't want to do that, but it's either him. I feel like I'm so bad at this. Oh, my God. But it's either Boz Lerman or Jim Cameron or the, the one or the other that I think has got to go. I, I just don't see them giving up Jim Cameron when he's such a titan. Um, and Boz isn't so much a titan at the moment, but... I know they like Elvis, and I know it's going to do really well, but I could see it missing here. All right, I'm I'm going to cut Boz. I'm sorry, Boz. I love you, and I love your movie, but I'm just going to. So I've got Jim Cameron, Steven Spielberg, The Daniels, McDonough, Top Gun. That's it. All right. Thank you guys for helping me work through that <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> no problem. Um, all right, so did we all do our DGAs? PGA? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. All right, so I, I, I want to oh, make another yeah, yeah. prediction about the DGA. Remember, they have that first-time director category, oh. which is kind of kind of firing up lately. Like, and, and, and So I think Charlotte Wells is easily going to win yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she'll win that. But can you think of anybody else who might land in that category? Uh, yeah, who's the guy who directed Emily the Criminal? Well, that was a great, great, great movie, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really good, yeah, I loved it. And that's it's his first movie. Um, his last name is Ford. I can't think of these other or what he's got three names and one of his names is Ford. It's a very good movie. Um, yeah, it's John John Patton Ford, I guess. Okay, yeah. I just looked it up. There's a horror Sasha. movie that I saw um, last week called Nanny, and I think it won oh, a big prize at Sundance. And yeah, that's great. her first movie also, but I can't think of her name. Uh, is this B.J. Novak's first movie with Vengeance? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think B.J. Novak gets in for Vengeance? I, I, it is. I would love for him to get in. I kind of screwed the pooch on that because I should have really been talking it up more. But because um, I kind of spaced out on that, like I should have said something about this director before the voting closed, but I didn't. So um, the, I uh, think the director from Nanny is Nikiatu Jusu. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. And it's great, wasn't it? You saw it, Mark. Yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. They, they tend it really to, took me by surprise. They tend to pick women for that category more because they're trying to make up for the fact that there's not no women in the in the major. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that would be the only strike against B.J. Novick, but he absolutely deserves to get in there. And I'm um, I'm I'm just and bet. I think 
I believe Charlotte Wells has it. Don't you think that she's got it tied up? She's got it. Oh, yeah. I think she'll yeah, win. She's she's got it. She'll win that award easy. Um, but I hope B.J. Novak gets a nomination because he should get some encouragement for his wonderful film that he made. Um, is it his first movie? I, I guess it's his first film. Yeah. It is. First feature. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, boy, I, I really should have written that preview a long time ago. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't do it, so it's okay. Um, so, PGA now. I have a feeling we're all going to be kind of on, on the same page on this, right? I thought we were from those of you who shared um, through the email, I, the exchange that we had. I think, Mark, you and I, I think we matched 10 for 10 on our predictions. Nice. Okay. Cool. All right. So why don't you read those? That, mean, that they means have. they must be right, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, we ha- I, think, I think we had Avatar... Uh, Banshees, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, Fablemans, Glass Onion, Tar, Top Gun, Woman King, and Women Talking. So I, I took Women Talking out and had Babylon. Mm-hmm. So nine, nine for ten match. I took Glass Onion okay. out, and I took Glass Onion out and replaced it with Babylon. Babylon. I don't think Babylon. I don't think Babylon's getting in there. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say. There, but, yeah. I will say that it um, it has done it has done okay at the guilds, um, but there is one guild announcement that is under embargo currently that's coming out tomorrow, and I don't oh. know how key it is, but it's something that I thought Babylon should have gotten in a cake walk, and uh, especially given the number of categories that they had, and it was left off that list. Uh, boy, I'm really unprepared for this this podcast. But let me just take a. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's um, been a it's been a whirlwind whirlwind oh, today. So goodness it's all right. gracious, yeah. Uh, okay. It's um, almost like a brainstorming session we're having instead of a podcast. We're all just like working through problems <laughs> that we mean? have. So, Mark, you you dropped women talking and you put in Babylon. You said, yeah, yep. All right, producers' guild's going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. Top Gun, Maverick, Banshees, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, Avatar. Uh, now we're getting to the harder parts. All quiet yeah. on the Western right. Front. Oh, nice! I love um, that. I guess. I, I see. I don't know the rules. Are the, I thought the producers. I thought the guilds had to be. I mean, the nominees had to be a member of the guild, but it, I guess not for all of them. All of them don't have that rule, right? I because think I'm only sure the, the producers of All Quiet are not are not American, right? The on, the only one that really has, if that I'm aware of at least, that has weird rules is the WGA. Okay, there's right. Con- okay, there's constantly yeah. scripts that are ruled ineligible, but yeah. Speaking of that, that, did you see that yeah. massive list today? No. Did they release the something? Things, yeah, they released a list of things that weren't eligible. And it was like six oh. or seven titles. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Okay. If, then I, I probably I didn't think that All Quiet was eligible, so I didn't I didn't I, I'm gonna have to change my. What you get All right. To post uh, now I have, have to change my list. I have two left, and I'm gonna go with Women Talking and. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That's my ten. Black Panther, ooh, interesting. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think it's it's either Black Panther or The Woman King, and I have a feeling they're going to cancel each yeah. other out. But yeah. I picked Black Panther because of its box office, and I think they're going to yeah. want to go I in like that it. direction. But maybe not. You know, I, I don't know. Usually these are easier to predict. Um, I do have a chart wherein I track the PGA with the Critics' Choice. 
So I could look at that really quickly if you want to wait, and I'll go get my computer for that chart. Because okay. um, for anyone listening to the podcast who to memorize my what I named, just forget, don't just unmemorize it because I've changed my mind about everything I said earlier. <laughs> no, me <laughs> too. I, <laughs> I, I hate that. I, I hate the fact that I feel so unsure about it this year. But it really does feel like we don't have the same, especially since everything's dropping. And, and get this: the Writers Guild and the editors are announcing their nominations after the Oscar nominations are announced after. So how weird is that? All right. Talk amongst uh, yourselves. I'm going to go and get my little chart so I can just, just for my own, whenever I feel unsure, I look at charts and I build charts. So let me just go look at that and I'll, I'll be right back. So what is announcing uh, tomorrow? DGA and PGA. What else is announcing? Uh, No, it's not, uh, it's not PGA. There was one of them that, it's a different. It's on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Uh, sorry, I'm going to go to the calendar very quickly. I don't know if she's keeping this in, but I'm going to sound professional while I do this. Um, the DGA announces on Wednesday. SAG announces on Wednesday. We didn't go through SAG. We should do a SAG predictions. Um, and then on Thursday is the PGA. All right. And then we're done with guilds, except yeah, pretty much done with guilds, except for. Uh, ACE nominations are the 1st of February, as she just said. And, um, yeah. So I got the, I got the list of the ineligible WJ just to, since we kind of touched on that, just to take a look at what those are. In original, After Sun, the Banshees of Inishirin is ineligible. Broker, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Close, Empire of Light, The Inspection, RRR, and Triangle of Sadness. In, adap- in adapted after Yang, unfortunately, all quiet on the Western Front is ineligible. Mm. Um, so is oh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Living, Marcel the Shell with shoes on, suit. Yeah, God, say that five times fast. Pearl, the Sun, and the Whale. So quite a few of the strong contenders are ineligible for WGA, which is Gosh. typically the case. So mm. I'll update the big board for purple squares for ineligible. The list that you have. You, oh, you just have a list of the things that are ineligible. I know that sometimes they 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 release a list of everything that is eligible, but they don't have, but they don't divide them into adapted and original, which is inconvenient and annoying. Yeah, because there's usually like 300 of them, and it's hard to know sometimes. <clears throat> All right, so the Critics' Choice and the PGA have a really good matching record um it's so rare that that there's there's a miss it happens it's every so often like borat got pga not critics choice being the ricardos was pga and tick tick boom was critics choice um a florida project got in critics choice not in pga wonder woman got in pga not in critics choice darkest hour did not make pga but it made the oscars um Sully got in Critics' Choice, and Deadpool got in the PGA. So they're off by like one or two, uh, not a lot. Um, I'm not talking about it gets into the Oscars. I'm just talking about how the two match. Uh, Last year, all but one matched. So let's look at our Critics' Choice list for nominations. And that's going to tell us... Babylon is there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
they're going to miss one, right? <clears throat> right. So the Critics' Choice nominations were Avatar, Babylon, Banshees, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, Fablemans, Glass Onion, RRR, Tar, Top Gun, and Women Talking. Mm. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have... <laughs> to drop RRR from that list. I'm sorry. I don't want to do it. I, I hope it gets in. I really do. But I think it's it's definitely a critic's choice more than it is a PGA. Um, so I'll swap out All Quiet on the Western Front for RRR. But that's a good, that's a good template to go from. So if you want to predict, and, and in fact, predicting the Oscars is, you could do it this way too, is just take, take the producer's guild and, and, swap out one um, or two. Uh, I'm not sure why it works out that way. It just has over time. Uh, you know, there, there are years where it doesn't work. Like um, 2011 was Bridesmaids, Dragon Tattoo, Ides of March, All Gun in PGA, and not DG, and not Critics' Choice. But for the most part, they they match. Uh, pretty strongly, so uh, there's a, there you go. So it looks like Babylon's probably getting in, whether or not it gets in for picture. Um, it's a different conversation, you know. Different. I hope so. I really, I think that Babylon got a bad rap. I know a lot of people, and I think it just took a lot of people by surprise about how it turned out. They weren't expecting. I think people were expecting it to be wild, but just not like that. Not that wild. And. Um, but I, I really, I mean, it's like I said before, I think it's in, it's probably my third or fourth favorite movie of the year. Do you think it's like House of Gucci level? Mm, no, yeah. I think that House of Gucci, yeah. in a way, for, for me at least, House of Gucci was almost intentionally yeah. over the top and to the to the point of you know almost being um, winking at itself and tongue in cheek. I don't think Babylon meant meant to do that or did do that. I think Babylon is just very serious movie yeah i think it's a much i think it's a much better movie than yeah much better too um well okay so now that we're on the subject let's do sag ensemble because i think that sag ensemble house of gucci got in there and that's that's why i'm wondering and and that's the only thing it got in uh got it it got in the globes and it got in sag house of gucci uh, and Babylon got in the Globes, and it might get in the SAG. It might not get in the PGA. Think about Babylon and, and, and Ensemble. Not only did it have a, a big cast, and everyone in the cast was extraordinary and made a big impact. There's a lot of interaction. Because if, if people take if people take the the Ensemble definition literally, and some of them do, not all of them do, but some do. I know, like like we said before, some of them just use Ensemble as a as a de facto best picture nomination. But if you, if you really think about ensemble, about the way that the actors interact with each other, Babylon had a lot of that and it was all done really well. But it's, it's also a movie, really well. it's a movie about actors. Yeah. And uh-huh. they, they love movies about actors. You know, that's their uh-huh. whole thing. Right, right, so right. are there really- a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, um, in jokes that actors will really appreciate. You know about hitting your mark. That that whole sequence about hitting your mark. Exactly. Well, that's, that's the yeah, best. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's the best scene. But remember, the uh, SAG awards are no longer predominantly actors. They're SAG AFTRA. That's true too. Yeah, yeah but I think uh, but even, yeah. the nominating mm-hmm. committee I think is only film. I'm pretty sure. 
okay. nominating committee. Yeah, I think they do. I think they pick a nominating committee of like 2,000 people, and they probably, I don't know where, if they restrict them to only actors or not, but yeah, that makes sense that they would. But even if it's, even if it's more people who are like a broadcast radio people, I think they will appreciate some of the, some of the aspects of Babylon about the introduction of sounds, for instance, you know, and, mm. and awareness of microphones and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's just about the whole, because it, um, they're, they're also performers in a, in a, well, never mind. Rambling. I'm just trying to defend it because <laughs> I want it so much. They're also performers. <laughs> <laughs> They're also performers. Wrong with that. No, um, I, I'm just looking right now for the nominating committee rules and see what, what I can find. Um, to be entered in any of the random samplings for the 29th Annual SAG Awards nominating committees, members must have paid their dues, blah, blah, blah. Um, in addition, motion picture nominating committee members must not have served on the motion picture nominating committee in the past eight years. So that tells me that they they do d- divide them. Okay. Mm, right. Yeah. Good to know. Maybe the after people get to do the TV. I don't know. The after people. But uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, but but yeah, I'm glad that they separate out t- uh, film. Um at least, uh, not that it, I mean, ultimately it's all one big soup, right? But I do think that, that there's a good chance Babylon gets in. So we have to lock these down. I'll be posting them tomorrow on the site, all of our predictions that, that we're going to be predicting for all of these, along with a DGA preview to let you look at the history. I will say this, heading into the DGA, only two movies in all of DGA and Oscar history have one best picture without a DGA or a directing nom. Do you know which ones they are? Anybody? Can you uh, guess which films would be the two? Driving Miss Daisy. And? No, that one. Green Book? I don't know. No. Well, I can't remember. Come on. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> oh, really? Just like yesterday. Coda. Yes. Oh, Coda. seriously. Right. <laughs> Coda and Driving Miss mm-hmm. Daisy are the only two films to ever win Best Picture without a DGA or a... A lot of talk about Coda online and on the site. Everyone's bringing... Every, you know, people just cannot stop talking about Coda. And I mean, we all agree it was a nice, sweet little movie, but... Uh, uh, I know. People, I, I got into trouble on Twitter because a couple of people were saying... It's the greatest movie that ever won Best Picture. And I said, you know what? It's not. I mean, I don't want to be mean or anything, but it's, you know, it's like a lifetime movie. It's fine. Like, it's It's sweet. You know, for the people who do believe that, I wish they would watch the original French version because it's even better. I thought it was a perfectly fun. It was like a a pale comparison to the the original. And it's like scene for scene remake. It it reminded me of. um, It's It's just better. Better looking actors and better acting. Listen, it's fine. It's, it's like the, the yeah. Emma and I watch these Lifetime movies, you know, and it's, it's like that. That's not an insult. I mean, it just means that it's accessible. Right. You know, a lot of people, my, my beef was with Coda wasn't so much the film itself. It was the fact that it wasn't seen by so many people and then it was on a streaming platform and that it was just the tiniest, littlest audience and the tiniest, little littlest film with the tiniest, littlest amount of nominations it just felt to me like something ended something significant ended one at one however people love it i think that's great and it's always great when people love movies there's nothing wrong with that nobody should ever talk you out of loving a movie if you love it you know right you're okay the thing about the streaming platform is, is we would have we would have been happy for a couple of other movies over the past <laughs> two or three years that netflix made 
to have won. But Poor not Netflix. Apple. And they run not, the marathon. Not Apple. <laughs> they run the marathon and, and Coda's like helicoptered in. Right. <laughs> Thank you yeah, very much. Why all these people who are n- twisting themselves into knots today online about all the, the guilds nominations. And I'm sitting here thinking, Coda barely had any guild nominations and it came in and won every Oscar it was nominated for. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like night. it really did clean the slate in terms of precedent, and it's it's important to remember that. You know, it was a good lesson, I thought. And I think the reason that it won was just at the end of the day, they didn't want to vote for Power of the Dog. Well, Belfast was right there. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> All right, so we have questions, right, from the internets. Should we answer them? Wait, oh, okay. we, we never did our SAG predictions. Oh, okay. Do we oh, want to do, we do have those? Time? I- I don't even know. Let's do ensemble. Yeah, just do ensemble. All right. Okay, Clarence. I'll go first. Um, I have Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, The Woman King, The Fablemans. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, And Women Talking. Those sound good, except I don't like Glass Onion at all. (laughs) And so I'm, I wouldn't. Well, no, I don't either. But they love yeah, big right. cast. Yeah. I didn't like. I know uh, you're right. I know. I didn't like that asteroid they're... movie either. But they nominated. For, that. Yeah, you're right. You're right, and you're probably correct. And you're. But I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm have to uh, eliminate. Go tar. You gotta go. Yeah, with tar. go with tar. You know me. You gotta go with tar. <laughs> Might as well. Ryan. It's good. It's good too. All right. Tar for Mark. Ensemble. Yeah, it's sure, like two actors, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will take everything everywhere at once, the Fablemans and Banshees of Inisherin. And then for the bonus two, I'll go Women Talking, which I think should win Ensemble, and Glass Onion because it is a very big, good, fun cast, even if the movie's okay. Hmm. All right, I'm going with Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Women Talking, Fablemans, and Top Gun Maverick. Oh, nice. I like it. Yeah. I, I know it's probably not going to get in, but I'm just going all in on it just for the fun of it to see yeah. if I catch any yeah. of the, the surprises. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You're, you know, you're the same way I am about Tar, about, about Maverick. Yeah. But I'm just wondering about Babylon. I, it's nagging at the back of my mind thinking it probably will get in because who wouldn't want to invite all those actors to the show? Uh-huh. Uh, so, but I, I just don't know which one to take out. Um, all of them I, except for Top Gun, and I will take it out. Uh, so did, um, did you not mention Babylon, Clarence? In your oh wait, I do have no. Babylon on. Oh okay, oh, no, yeah. I I I'm, no, I, I don't. You did, so I, I would I would add Babylon to mine because I have Banshees in there, so I can't take that out. Uh, women talking, not getting in, would be a huge scandal. Um, but it's not a very well-liked movie, so I wouldn't be that surprised if it doesn't get in. It's no bigger than a scandal than uh, nearly every nominating body ignoring all the women in it and only nominating the man. <laughs> right. Uh, that was a, that was a fake. Happening. That was a fake scandal. They don't. No, seem to, I know, but it. People don't seem to sorry. like it very Go much. Ahead, I don't understand that. It's not getting in anywhere. It, yeah. It didn't do uh, well with the Baftas. It didn't do well with the Globes. It hasn't done yeah. really anything. It didn't even get in with the production design people. Shouldn't it have gotten That's why in there? I don't like have it in PGA. The, I think I should even go tomorrow when you post all these. I'm just going to go in and just redo all of my things. That's, that's <laughs> I, because I don't even. I'm not even sure about Sarah Polly being nominated for DGA. 
I think I might have to take out. But they want a woman's movie, TM. You know, so they're going to want a big female cast. If anywhere, they're going to want it. But you know, they might not go for women talking. They might try to go. She said it's a great movie. She said it's a really fantastic movie, and it's it's it's, the direction is just classic. It could be she said in women talking. Nineteen eighties movie. She said in and every. She said in women talking could be canceling each other out as well. Yeah, that's true. Too. But when you think in so, like I don't know, and, and you know, I know I'm I think I'm like the only person of the four of us that liked women talking. Is that right or uh, wrong? No, I liked it. I it was okay. because it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's yeah. that screams ensemble. Like it's just yeah. acting. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's acting and writing. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, and it's and everybody in it's so good that you can't like I posted I tweeted something the other day about like who's your favorite in it and it was normally I don't get that many responses on Twitter uh-huh. but that one got a lot of responses and it was all over the board with who people liked and preferred mm-hmm. yeah. and that I think that says a lot about yeah how great an ensemble is is nobody can really hone in and I think that's why it didn't show up on, I think it was BAFTA. The actresses didn't show up because everybody has a different favorite. I know, but and supporting mm-hmm. actress is a loaded race. All right. But here's right. the thing. Uh-huh. Here's the Which thing to would keep, make a strong ensemble. Here's the thing to keep in mind about that. Two things. Yeah. Number one, nominating committees are randomly chosen. You have no idea who they are. You have no idea where they live. Mm. We don't have any precedent to judge because they change every single year. So we don't have any way to gauge how they're going to go. Number two, yeah. they tend to be focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. They tend to want to have an inclusive – they're not going to have it be, I don't think, unless they pick a, a white, a very white nominating committee. Um, so I think it, if it's going to lean in any direction, I, I wouldn't be 100% surprised if it's, say, women talking out, women king in. Know what I mean? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. sure. so that that's my only thing is like the only thing holding me back from that what you're everything you're saying about women talking because I agree with you if anything was ever made for ensemble it's that but it depends yeah. on who the people are that get picked for that vote it depends on who they are you know if it's a if it's a divisive movie you just have to get lucky that enough people like it you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's a crapshoot with SAG. So we shouldn't punish ourselves if we get it wrong, even though we're all crazy type A's and we all want to get it exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll lock it down tomorrow. We'll lock it down tomorrow with all of our predictions for SAG and everything else. So, I like it. All right. So let's do our questions because we're running out of time. Um, I'll start with uh, a really interesting question that came from um, Brent Kudahy. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, um, but it's who's the Lady Gaga of this season? Meaning, someone who's been nominated all season and then misses the Oscar nomination. Mm. So can it be? Uh, it can be in any acting category. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's not Jamie Lee Curtis. If the Academy goes for the emotional core rather than the, her comic performance and nominates Stephanie Sue instead of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I could definitely see that happening. I don't know if it's quite on the level of Lip Poor Lady Gaga who sobbed. Or was she – did she cry or J-Lo, one of the two? Oh, probably um, J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean it, it would be something no. on that level of no. being embarrassing. You know, like Lady Gaga was trotted out as the front runner to win and, um, mm-hmm. and then she gets iced. 
So it would have to be somebody who was on that level. It would have to be like a Michelle Yeoh or a... I mean, I guess it could be Margot Robbie, I suppose. It could, I mean, that's very, very weak in comparison. But, um, but I guess that's, that's who I would pick as Margot Robbie for, for Babylon. I'm going to go with Bill Nye. Oh, can be, it can be a guy. Okay, a, a male. Oh, can it be a guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, why not? Bill Nye. That's a good guess. I'll, I'll agree with that. There, I hope that there's nothing like Michelle Yeoh gets dropped off. You know, like that oh, would really God. be, yeah. Oh. I was going to say her, but I Oop. thought, no, I just can't even utter those words. I don't even want to be the one who says that out loud. Uh, that's the thing is we don't yet know how this movie, we, we know that the art directors really liked it. It didn't get in for cinematography. So we don't yet know how it's going to land with the industry. We're, we're taking a guess that it's going to be as popular as it is with the online film communities you know it wasn't even really a critic's darling that movie they didn't they turned there they snubbed it who's what's that everything everywhere all at once oh. yeah oh okay the critics kind of everything snubbed. everywhere at once they kind of no, really good it got in the 90s yes no but i mean with critics awards they, they glommed on to like after sun oh. and you know decision to no, leave and it's winning oh you're talking about like the big like la new york ones yeah because I think, if I'm not mistaken, everything everywhere all at once has won more prizes for best picture than any other film so far. Is that what it says on the big board? I have um, in my good as gold. I have I keep track of all the noms and wins on the big board. Really, all it's missing so far is ASC, and that's it. It's hit, it's hit NBR, AFI. The trifecta at CCA, trifecta of the long list of BAFTA, trifecta at Golden Globe. And by trifecta, I mean picture, director, screenplay. No, I mean it's winning not, top prizes, like best picture. So winning so far, it has yeah, it has more prizes from um, critics groups than any other film for best picture. It has L.A., um, Discussing Film, Vegas, St. Louis, D.C. There's a whole bunch. There's All right. like 13, 14. All right. Point um, taken. The next cl- – yeah, the next closest right now is Banshees. Banshees has six. All right. So it's doing it's doing pretty well with critics. I, I just don't think it did as well with like the bigger critics groups. It's probably yeah what you're thinking. Like New York, New York Online went with Banshees. NBR went Top Gun. Not that they're critics. Um, LA, I think, went Tar. And you know, but, at the yeah. end of the day, it's almost it's almost a sort of a kiss of yeah. death to get the NBR for best picture. <laughs> and I yeah. feel like that yeah. if if anything ke- keeps me from thinking Top Gun's going to win, it's that it's that it oh, won the NBR. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> what's the next question? Um, before we get to that question, I did want to say one thing I forgot to mention earlier, which is one of the stranger things to come out of today's Guild nominations was the fact that um, Empire of Light. It got cinematography, which I expected because of who it is. It did not get yeah. production design. I was surprised that it didn't get production design because they yeah. had to find and build all of that set. No matter what you think about the movie, that set is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it got sound. Randomly getting sound, I thought it was really strange. You mean sound, sound editing? Sound editing, yeah, sound mm. editing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. That is weird. Very weird. Anyway. Another question from Oscar So Wolf. I love that. Um, what do you think is the <laughs> single most likely 2023 Oscar win right now at this moment? If you had to make a safe bet, what will win 
the 2023 Oscar for what? Mm. That's a good one. I, I, I go uh, inter- a, international feature is going to be all quiet yeah. on the Western Front. That's that's my prediction. Yeah, I was going to say, usually I look to like, if if you want to lock this early out, international, animated, something like that. I'll, I'll go Pinocchio for animated. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Pinocchio yeah. for animated too. Those those two wins seem locked to me. Um, and I, I would have said at one point, women talking when it locked for screenplay just because of the the lack yeah, of competition there. But I think, well, I think um, all quiet, yeah, all quiet, mm-hmm. maybe stronger there, maybe a surprise win or Top Gun. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, Top I'm Gun just saying. You never know. It just depends on how. <laughs> Sorry, all did you in. like that movie? <laughs> I'm just saying how, how all in they're going to go on this. You know, like yeah. if they really want to scrabble their way back, then they'll do that. But, uh, um, yeah. Another question is coming from our friend Clayton Davis from Variety. Ask Mark Johnson <laughs> about the Looper Shield and what uh, is his new Shield of the Year. So Looper Shield is this classic movie that came out in 2012, directed by Ryan Johnson, who did the Knives Out movies. Um, it's one of the great sci-fi films of this generation or any other, and I will defend it until the day I die. I love that. Love movie. it. I, I remember Sasha, you and I really yeah. liked yeah, it. Yeah, it's we actually about it it's a lot just that year. it's just called Looper, though. It's not called yeah right yeah. No, but called, so there's but there's called, another thing, Looper Shield. I guess it's some so other Looper engine. Shield is yeah. I'm I'm Looper Shield, meaning that I protected it and constantly defended it. Oh, that was oh, you mean like Belfast Shield? Okay. Yeah, basically, yes. Last year would okay. be Belfast Shield for sure. Um, this and Chicago year's... Seven Shield. Never forget. You know what? Like, like once um, a week, I feel like I just feel like the most rotten piece of shit for telling you just bluntly that that Brooklyn is not going to be nominated for best director. And you said, "Well, maybe." And I said, "Nope." It's no. like I just like you know, bit your head off, and I just feel so shitty about that. Oh, why did? No, why was I like that? Not at all. I, I don't remember even that. That wasn't a problem. I would okay. say the movie I've probably will defend the most for this year. Uh, so basically that's what it comes down to is what movie do I defend? I would probably say Avatar just because I know it gets shit on a lot like the first one and I'd love it. So um, if you want a smaller scale film, it'd probably be a decision to leave or all quiet on the Western front. Hmm. So those decision are, to leave. I guess, worth- I guess I should watch that movie. Oh God! I love decision to leave. Uh, so it's good. right there, right there with all quiet. I, I, yeah, it's so good. I'm never gonna yeah. take Jeff Wells's advice again. He 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 told me not to watch it. <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> he just oh. said it was long and boring. <laughs> it's not. He couldn't oh, hear damn. it. Right? No, it had subtitles. <laughs> never mind. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Um, last question of that I can see, Mark. Unless you see something else, uh, yeah, our buddy Scott. Asked, Hi, Scott. What film do you, do you think has the best narrative to win for Best Picture? For him, it's between Top Gun Maverick and Everything Everywhere All at Once, leaning towards the latter because of the representation and the passion it has. And then there's another part to this question. We'll get to that as soon as we answer this one. So what has the best narrative to win? Let's go around the circle so we all have our say. Yeah. Our, our yeah. uninterrupted bloviating. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence, you go first. Osps, very dangerous. You go first. Um, what do I think has the best narrative to win? I, I think everything everywhere all at once because it kind of falls into that pattern of 
as he says, inclusivity uh, representation um, that they've been following for the past couple of years. I think I agree because really I can't think that the uh, that the other movies really have that much of a narrative, not in the traditional way that we think about a narrative, which is a, you know, I, it seems like uh, everything everywhere is the only one that has like that story that, that, where the story of the movie of making the movie would be as interesting as the movie itself. Well, I think there is a narrative for Top Gun, his other title, because it's yeah. the movie that got people back to the theaters in mass okay like in yes. in ways that yeah. we wouldn't celebrate i mean that, that we that we haven't seen in years and okay. also that was, i mean if i can be... if i can interrupt for a moment please um it's also sure. not just that and it 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 became a zeitgeist movie like not outside of the oscar bubble like people were writing about it talking about it on youtube it was it was cited everywhere as like the best film of the year and so if the Academy doesn't pick it, it's just going to be, for them, just the worst. I'm sorry, but I, I'm not saying it deserves to win or that it should win or anything. I'm just saying that if they don't pick it after all that, uh, I'm, I'm afraid for them, for the headlines <laughs> they're going to get after that. But um, anyway. Right, listen. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, no. I, want, uh, I think we're on Ryan. Ryan, you have the floor. Which, he, which he went with oh, yeah, oh, I, I okay. went with everything everywhere just because I was thinking about narrative in, an, in another sense of the word. But uh, so I'm done talking about. Oh, that. I got you. OK, so Mark. Uh, yeah. So I do think it's Top Gun. I think the narrative there would be the biggest, but only when paired with top uh, Tom Cruise winning best actor with it. And I'm going to make my announcement right now. I'm moving Tom Cruise to my number one spot in lead actor. I'm going to predict Tom Cruise to win. Nice. I just think lead actor is a mess. Why not give it to Tom Cruise for his career and for having that movie be the movie that, you know, brought everybody to the theater. And he's year. never won. And think of how people would he's be never on their won. feet if he won. Yeah, it's time. The whole house would. It would, be ama- it would be amazing. He'd be, he'd be the John Wayne of 2022. Yeah, but really, I'm not even kidding. I'm not. I'm not being facetious either, because it was a yeah. similar situation for John yeah. Wayne. It's like you know, all all everything he's done for for American movies over the years, and he's never yeah. won an Oscar. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, let's go. It's not quite John Wayne, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he did make movies Fine. like Magnolia, and I mean, he has stretched himself yeah. as well, an yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh, John Wayne sure. made made you know uh, Searchers, quality, you know the Searchers and high yeah, quality. Yeah, but he's always the cowboy on the too. he's always the cowboy on the horse. Yeah, right, it's yeah. different than Tom Cruise. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So, so okay, Tom Cruise is not exactly John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to go with, I think that that is a good call. However, I will throw a stat at you, which is that the only movies that have won Best Picture with Best Actor in all of the years of the expanded ballot were The Artist and The King's Speech. The rest of them split those two votes because they like to sp- spread the wealth. So that's why you see Best Picture winning such a small amount of Oscars, because they like to spread it around. They like to give Best Actress to Everything Everywhere. They like to give Best Director maybe to, I don't know who, um, and then Picture to something else. And Picture, what it has to go with is Screenplay. So if Top Gun can win Screenplay, it can win Picture. If it can't, it's hard to imagine it. I'm not saying, it. look, Coda broke all the rules last year. It still won Screenplay. 
but it still broke all the rules. So, and it didn't deserve screenplay. I'm sorry, but um, it, it broke all of the rules uh, uh, to win, and it was just a popular movie that people loved. So, the the narrative for Top Gun is. It's optimistic. It gives us hope for the future. It wasn't just that people went out to the theaters. It was a movie that made people feel good and that people wanted to see and see over and over and over again. Um, so I don't, I don't know that, that, uh, that there's a better narrative than that. I agree with you guys that the only one that has the no white men winning uh, narrative is everything everywhere because it was going to be like women talking or something else like the woman king or something that would have shaken up the patriarchy but um but i i the problem is everything everywhere all at once is a very divisive movie very very divisive like our friend michael hated it for instance um my mother could never make it through that she'd never she'd last maybe five minutes into it so if my mom can't she hasn't tried by the way but if my mom can't get through it, I have a hard time imagining it winning. Now, that's not to say that my mom thinks a movie like Top Gun should win. She would say no. She didn't. She'd think it was too popcorny, and not important enough. And she might go for something like Banshees to win. So, it's either going to be a movie that wins on a narrative, or it's going to be a movie that wins from pure love, right? And. We're just going to have to see how it goes. Like I could see Banshees winning out of pure love and I could see Top Gun winning out of pure love. I could see everything everywhere, like Jalal predicted, getting the standing ovation at the SAG. I'm just not getting that vibe from the movie right now because remember, those standing ovations came from come-from-behind films. They were come-from-behind. Coda was a come-from-behind. Parasite was a come-from-behind. Everything everywhere is not a come-from-behind. It's a front-runner. So that puts it in a different position than those other two movies. People aren't going to suddenly be like, wow. I mean, they might. They might. But if there is a coda somewhere around, we're just not seeing it, just like we didn't really see coda last year, other than the fact that there are people who will say, well, I knew it was going to win, which a (laughs) a lot of people do. I knew it was going to win Best Picture. But um, I'm just saying, like, in general, it wasn't totally on our radar. So is there a movie that's not on our radar? Is there a movie that, that you can think of that isn't on our radar that might? Not on a radar that might win Best Picture? Something that might get, a, like, a st- sudden standing ovation and catch a, a last-minute headwind like Coda did. Is there anything you can think of like that? Yeah. I mean, Coda was, like, five or six on my list around this time, right? We all had it in the predictions. Yeah, I think right. Coda was. We still thought Coda was gonna we do thought, well. Yeah, we so did. So it maybe like, maybe like Elvis, I guess. Where I can't see Elvis winning, but I probably couldn't have seen Coda winning at this time. Is there a movie? I don't know that, if there's anything too far out. The only but, one I can sorry. think of that has that comeback feeling is Top Gun. You know that comeback. You know that that sort of thing that people are going to get on their feet and cheer about. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But I'm just wondering. Yeah, that's, why I, that's why I think it has the best story. Right? I think it's a feel feel good moment if Top Gun wins because of the nostalgia, because it's a good movie, and because you know that's and especially if Tom Cruise comes with it. You know, like, right. I think that's a pretty yes. fun evening. So if Tom Cruise gets a SAG nomination, and if it somehow manages to get a SAG ensemble, then we know we're in business. And if it gets a DGA, yeah, then it's definitely a formidable contender. Um, 
So I could see that happening, uh, um, and we'll just have to keep watching. Uh, I could also see a scenario where a movie like Women Talking that nobody's looking at could somehow come from behind and yeah. gain a groundswell towards the end if it had the right narrative. So there you go. That's my answer to Scott's thing. Is um, I like it. Women Talking could have a name, even though it doesn't seem like it's doing so well. Coda didn't either. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, I've kept you guys long enough. I hope poor Clarence had to escape our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, I know. He, he needed to get going, he said, a little while ago. So it's, I'm, right. sure he, I'm sure he was having as much fun as all of us, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to have the most fun because I get to edit it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. God, God bless you. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll have a good night and and I'll try to get the predictions up tonight or tomorrow morning for sure. Good talk. Good talk. Okay, all right, you guys. Glad I asked. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, have a good night, you guys. Nice talking to you. Bye, guys. All right, bye bye. Good night.